Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, card collectors of all ages, now it's time for Rock'em Sock'em Hockey Cards. Here's your host, Oh, here we go. We're ready to rock and roll. We're ready to boogie. I don't know if we're actually going to boogie today. It's a hot and sweltering day in New York. I got to tell you, this is Indian summer. I don't know if that's politically correct anyway, but hey, what the hell? If you know me, I'm not the most politically correct guy in the world. I'm sorry for the chatters. I was a little bit late in opening up the room. Uh, I was running a little bit late. Had some final things to do. And uh, got them done, and now we shall succeed where others have failed. This is the second show. Yes, if you missed my inaugural debut. Uh, it was uh, It was pretty good. I listened back to the show. I was a little bit... Uh, I said, I could tweak it here, I could tweak it there. Um, always very uh, more critical about myself than others, usually. A high, you know, I hold myself to a pretty high standard as far as broadcasting goes. Whether it be on the radio, the internet, or the few television appearances I've made. Which, I think, about two, as I can recall. But uh, we've got things to talk about on this show. Uh, hockey cards being the main topic, I was thinking about uh, uh, in the interim from the last show if I uh, should uh, incorporate some other things other than hockey cards, um, maybe some other hobbies. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. I mean, you guys are driving the show. I'm just the. I mean, you're driving the content. I'm just the pilot, maneuvering you through all these topics trying to lend what expertise I have or glean stuff from you guys, which is always the key for me. Uh, We are on a kind of a a regular start here. Uh, Usually I'm going to try to save the show for Saturdays. I'll be heading to Las Vegas tomorrow, uh, so I will not be available this weekend. I'll be there uh, until Tuesday. Till Tuesday, voices carry. A few people are 80s music lovers. Um... So uh, we're going to uh, just do this right now as a kind of interim show. want to keep the flow going. I don't want you guys to think I'm disappearing on you, that I'm going to just the vamoose. This is a one-trick pony. No. I am committed or should be committed. I see that the incredible uh, Jeff Diamond is here from Kitchener, Ontario, representing both the Maple Leafs and Rangers. Uh, it's good to see you here. Jeff, um, we uh, if you again if you like to get in on the action, uh, last week's show we talked about uh, the mini jerseys. Uh, Chris called in. Again, we appreciate your phone calls here because uh, that helps me, and uh, it also uh, if I can help you. 
The number to call is 1-818-514-1046. You can call in at any time. It may take me a couple seconds to recognize you on the, the switchboard we have here. Now, a lot of shows don't want to do call-ins. I love call-ins. That's really where I take off. I love to be asked questions. I love to talk with people. And a lot of times I feel when I start talking, it's a, you know, it's a babblethon or and I, but that's the way I am. I'm rambling, and uh, that's why they pay me zero bucks to do this show. Uh, like I said, it's hot and humid. You may be hearing me pouring a drink in the background. It is a non-alcoholic drink. I'm saving that for Las Vegas. Anywho, anyway, let's get down to the topics at hand. Uh, I posted some pictures in the Facebook group. I know, um, you know, if if you're a member of Facebook, go to the Rock'em Sock'em Hockey Card face. Um, I kind of posted the topic in there that I'd be talking about the two releases. There's also a third release that's happened since our last show. Artifacts has been released at 2017-18. And I'm going to be flying by the seat of my pants on that one um, because I don't know too much about it. I see some of the cards out here. Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, big pricing. And once again, um, if just to go to the artifacts first, uh, artifacts rookies are given in redemptions. So uh, if you're looking for this year's rookies, you will have to get a redemption card for that particular team or a... Um, um, Baba Booey, what was I going to say? Or, or a, uh, they have like different Roman numeral cards for special patch cards of that player. But the, the rookie card, you must get the team redemption card. If you want a Sabres rookie, whoever their number one pick was, or a guy that's touted in their organization, you have to be able to get one of those cards in order to get a rookie. Or you buy them on the secondary market once they're redeemed and people uh, start cashing it. So that's the story with artifacts. I'll get into that. I, I have to look at well, who's available. Uh, I'm not sure. I guess with the the rookie cards uh, not being you know spoken for, so to speak. I mean, unless it, it is in the details, I'll have to check that. The devil is in the details, and I don't mean the New Jersey Devil. Uh, so we'll get to that. So let's get back. Let's talk about what I'm here to talk about. I posted most of the 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 cards and. The, the inserts from 2017-18 season uh, from the NVP and OPG sets. These um, cards are available in the hobby boxes. Uh, I am not sure. I'm pretty sure that the if we start with MVP, the color and contours um, uh, insert is not available in the blaster boxes. And for you people who are not familiar with the word blaster, a blaster box is usually a box you will find at your local store. We'll have, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 packs. Actually, I think MVP's blaster this year has 24 packs in total, which is pretty cool. But that MVP blaster will probably not have any colors and contours cards. Those colors and contours cards are like a multicolored car card. Uh, with uh, which is die cut, which means that it's not square. It's got a certain shape to it that has been, uh, you know, 
die cut uh, with special machinery, with special technique and attention to detail, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but uh, there you go. So uh, we're going to talk about those cards. We're going to talk about um, uh, the probability of getting those cards and some of the special features that uh, both the Upper Deck, uh, well, Upper Deck, the the Upper Deck MVP and OPG, uh, OPG, which is another thing. I say OPG, but a lot of people say OPG. It doesn't matter. I am totally like down whatever you're calling it. I basically call it OPG because it's kind of got like little dash marks after it. It sounds like it should be said by each syllable. But that's me. No big whoop, whatever you want to call it. I like the set, but let's, let's start with, off with MVP. Uh, MVP, once again, has a short base set. Um, it isn't really a collector's set. Uh, you're not going to get um, a big selection of cards. I don't know how much is in the base set, but it, it's not very big. Uh, I mean, uh, oh, it's a 250-card base set. Um, but I am not happy with the rookie selection because none of the rookies are, uh, uh, first round draft picks from this year, from what, from what I can tell, but they usually aren't with MVP. MVP also doesn't, um, have individual rookie cards, uh, redemptions, uh, the pre-mentioned, uh, artifacts I was talking about. They will have and I think they've done it this year as well as last year, they go by division. There is a special card that says, listen, you're getting the Metropolitan Division. The Metropolitan. I always say that from it's a joke. The Glen Metropolitan Division. Uh, the Metropolitan Division will have – you can get a redemption for every rookie in that division, which is a really cool card. Cards, because you may get five, six cards from a division. Um I always seem to get the division that I'm not looking for, but that's that's me. And listen, I I shouldn't be crying. If you get that kind of card, it's going to sell. And if you want to keep it, you got you found five six cards. Very nice. Um, however, the the rookies that are included in the set, uh, very mediocre. I mean, you know, and just not really uh, anything to get excited about. You know, for instance, uh, me being a New York Ranger collector, um, Leah Sanderson and Philip and uh, Philip Cheadle, Heedle, Cheadle, Philip Heedle are not in those uh, sets. So, if you, no matter if you buy a blaster or a hobby box, you are not getting those rookies. Uh, if you get the Metropolitan Division card, you have a shot. Whether you get one or two, I don't know. I think usually it's only one. I've only ever gotten one. Um, so uh, you've got, you, you, you know, uh, MVP is a good starting set if you're jonesing for any kind of card collecting because it was the first set that was released this year. Uh, it comes out at a, t- a time when hockey is uh, kind of in a lull and only the diehards are really just want that hockey. They want to get right back into it. Uh, they're not into baseball. They're not into football. Uh, we just want hockey, hockey, hockey. And so, and listen, uh, I can't get enough of hockey cards, so I'm guilty. 
even though I know there isn't going to be anything terribly worth any particular cash in the set, it is um, it is uh, it's good to satisfy and sate the hardcore collector. So um, MVP and uh, MVP's got a, some. It's got some really nice parallels in it. I one thing they did with the the set and the cards that I really liked, and it's a change from previous years of MVP. And um, before MVP even came out, MVP was kind of like a uh, was like it used to be a third release or a fourth release, and it was always a, you know kind of a bottom end release. There used to be the first release would be victory and uh, they've since done away with victory. I think they may insert it in later products now, but victory used to be dirt cheap and uh, it was, it's not very sought after. I don't even know if I've ever, other than wacky victory cards, I can't even think of anybody who has ever tried to trade me for victory rookies. Um, so that gives you, uh, uh, um, so, Used to have victory and collector's choice, which was another very thin stock, not very high quality card, very affordable. And then you would get MVP. So now we're at MVP. The other two two have been discontinued, uh, at least for now. Uh, You don't know when they're going to pop up, when they decide they're going to do it in the years to come. But... um, for now, they are um, gonzo. So uh, getting back to MVP, they have they have the cards in the center of the card, especially if you've seen the Facebook page. Um, there used to be a signature of each player, even in the base set. Now, whether it's a lithograph or whatever they do, some printing on there, it wasn't an actual autograph. Um, I don't think you can get an actual autograph on a card through the scripts on the base cards. Um, I could be wrong. So uh, even on the base cards, they used to have scripts, and it used to be very confusing because you'd see a script on one card, and you'd be like, oh, and then you'd see a script on another card, and you'd be like, well, is that a special card, or is it different? It looks a bit different. And so this year, for the first time, they took the scripts off the base. So now I know if I get a script, a guy, uh, a player's signature on there. I now know that this card is a parallel and different from the base. So uh, applause goes out to the people who are running that uh, dog and pony show uh, at MVP at that upper deck. They finally did right. They finally got it down. Uh, so kudos to them. I am dying to use that air horn. I had it loaded the last show, but uh, it just you had to indulge me for that. So there goes the kudos to Upper Deck and that cheesy DJ air horn that I have been wanting to do. I mean, uh, so. Anywho, getting back to the scripts, uh, you have, um, you got script parallels. You've got. Uh, they've got black superscript parallels, which are numbered to five. You've got superscript parallels that go to 25. Uh, you've got uh, golden script parallels. 
You've got, uh, what else do you, silver script parallels. Uh, just to give you the uh, uh, different uh, odds for the parallels, to get a silver script uh, parallel in a hobby box, and the hobby box is, I'm trying to see how many cards are in the box. Uh, um, well, I can tell you it's forty dollars for the hobby box. Um, I don't get see. I think it's twenty-eight, twenty packs per box. Okay, twenty packs per box. So they're pretty cool. These these uh, signatures, even though they're not really autographs. If you're a guy who's into detail and you really aren't a, you know. You're an aficionado. You like to appreciate the cards for what they are. You get to see the players' autographs. I mean, some of them are really bad. Some of them are really nice. I guess the professional athlete today doesn't take as much time uh, to write a uh, great cursive script like they used to. A lot of the Russian players, I guess they don't even know, I think, what the lettering is. I mean, you see guys like, uh, you know, have, you know, QLP, and, you know, it's like Vladimir Tarasenko's uh, Autograph. I, I don't get that. I'm not saying that Tarasenko has that, but I'm trying to give you a. Um, so they're nice. The silver scripts. They're inserted one in every four packs. If you get a box, so 20 packs, you should get five silver scripts. I mean, if I'm doing my math correctly. Uh, so the scripts and black super scripts. Those are uh, have not been announced in how many packs they are. I can tell you that. I don't think I bought a box. I've, I've bought several blasters of MVP, but I, have ne- I did not buy a hobby box of that this year. Um, there's also a giant puzzle um, that you can put together with the MVP. Uh, not sure what that puzzle is. It's, it's a big like collage of hockey players. And um, those cards look like base cards, but they have little black numbering on the front to let you know that that is a, indeed not a base card, but a puzzle card. Um, and then I, I mentioned the colors and contours. There's all different levels of those, each, uh, you know, with colors and, and stuff. I am not a big colors and contour guy. Uh, I do appreciate a die-cut card. Uh, for that, the, just the, esoterically, the way they look is not something that I am uh, a fan of. And listen, I, I cannot be a fan of something. I mean, listen, uh, you know, you know, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to blow smoke up your buttholes and tell you everything is great in this hobby. I mean, you know, I've got likes and I've got dislikes. And damn it, I'm going to tell you all about them. Ah, so there you go. Um, so that's the colors and contours. I've definitely uh, talked about that. Oh, I'm also talking about the rookies. Now, I, I, I may have spoken too soon. Well, no, I did. I didn't speak uh, too soon. Um, you have, with the rookies, you can get by division. You will get an eight-card pack if you're lucky to get one of these redemptions. They are inserted in one in 400 packs. So that is... Uh, not very good odds if you're buying one or two boxes, but you never know. You might be lucky. I mean, that happens. 
The luck of the Irish, as they say. You also have a chance at the number one draft pick of this of this year. Um, this is a little bit uh, more higher odds um, than even the uh, divisional uh, redemption card. Um, uh, it's it's you know so it 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 is it will take uh will take about uh, you know it it should take uh, um ugh, can't talk today it should take uh, uh you know take a couple packs to open up in order to get that so in order to get Nolan Patrick see how I did that I stalled till I could find the number one pick oh no he wasn't he actually was the first North American taken uh, Nico Hishire of the Devils. Now, is my wife laughing at me in the background? I don't know. She's laughing at something. Yes. Nico Hishire, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Nolan Patrick was taken second. Please do not kill me. Uh, Nico Hishire of the Devils. I should have, you know, I should have remembered that the Devils took that guy. I haven't watched much of him. I don't even think he's, the Rangers have played the Devils several times this year. I haven't noticed him, so I don't even know if he's with the team. Where the hell he is. So, uh, in order to get him, uh, it is 1 and 12, 1, one and 1,250 packs. And to get a gold redemption, which, which is super SP, short printed, is 1 in 12,500. That's a whole lot of MVP you got to go through. And for me, extremely not worth it. So if you want to get Oral Hershizer, whatever this kid's name is, Nico Hishizer, Nico, Nico Hishire. Hishire Farm remembers. Oh, that's Petrich Farm. Ah, I shouldn't uh, just play with the Halifax Mooseheads, Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. So he's got to be up with them. What is he doing? Can I find out his stats? Uh, no preseason, no preseason, preseason stats on this guy. Anybody in the chat room, get me his stats. Get me up to speed. What's going on with the number one draft pick? This draft was, uh, you know, for most experts, was not the strongest draft. Uh, but you never know how it's going to turn out. There's no, uh, you know, perennial players out there that are going to affect the league for years and years to come. From what they say, but what do they know? Let's face it. What do they know? Nothing. The only people who know stuff are hockey fans and hockey card collectors. So uh, we pretty much have done the MVP thing. We've kind of rocked and rolled with them, uh, you know, and uh, uh, and and talked about that. Uh, so if you want to go and and uh, go out and you know, uh, buy some uh, MVP boxes. Uh, they're about $40. If you want to buy a blaster, again, $20. Oh, I didn't know what. I forgot to talk the most important thing about MVP. Oh, boy. Oisha, Moisha. I got so carried away that I forgot to talk about one of the important things. They have an insert in here that I think is absolutely really cool. It's called NHL Credentials. And they're kind of like a credit card with player stats and a picture of the player. And it looks kind of like a cross between a credit card and like a press pass. 
And they come in different levels, and some are autographed. And of course, uh, the, the ones that are autographed are certainly uh, more rare or rarer. Um, I personally really like these cards. You turn it around, there's a little like uh, credit card strip in the back, like then you can slide it. Uh, they're fun. I know several collectors on Beckett are collecting them. Uh, it's a good subset. Um, again, um, there are. I know PK Subban has one that's autographed. Uh, Anders Lee from the Islanders has ones that auto- are autographed. I think it's fun, not just for the autographs, just to collect them all. Sometimes these subsets are even better than, well, they're certainly better than the base set. I would certainly collect that over the puzzle. I really have no interest in putting a puzzle together. I'm like, I'm not nine anymore. Um, but all your OC, I talked about this on the first show, all your OCD tendencies, card companies will get you to get interested in in order to buy their products. So if you're the one person who needs to complete that puzzle, uh, the marketing people know what they're doing, and they're certainly going to uh, appeal to that, you know, to make more fishnagels, dinero, or escarol, as I use three examples for money there. Um, so that goes – so I can't say enough about these NHL credentials. I really like them. It, you know, it can be a little hokey. People think it's a little hokey. I like hokey. It, it's kind of cool. I mean, I – I don't think you can use them at your you know, local stores. You can swipe. Maybe it'll get charged to Sean Monaghan. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Most likely not. You'll be thrown out of the store. But NHL credentials. Check them out. You could just do a search on them. I mean, this is the it is 2017. You can follow along the show. Remember, Facebook, Rock'em Sock'em, Hockey Cards. Get in on it. People are posting stuff about... Uh, you know the uh, what they have. Showing me their cards, it's fantastic. I know there are a lot of people on Beckett who are listening to this show. Get on that Facebook page. Show them your collection, man. These people are in awe of some of the stuff uh, that we have and I have. I, I you know, and, and you know, if you can't share what you really love and your passion, what's the sense? I mean, you know. When we were kids, we used to show, look what I got this rookie, I got that rookie. If you're just going to covet it and like put it in like a, a box. And a, I, yeah, you do that with cards. But here's an opportunity where you can take a quick pick, put it back where you have to, share it with people. They want to see it. Uh, we're hockey fans. I'm going to post some of my bigger hits over the years on the Facebook page, including the Jerome Ginla card that I actually got in an upper deck uh, I think it was Series 2. It was a short, uh, short-printed 500-goal uh, club, Jerome McGinley. And I wound up selling that for probably $500 on eBay. And uh, Because Jerome McGinley is a god in Canada. I mean, he's been well-traveled, but uh, this is a guy who is a total gentleman, a total... I mean, he's the Jean Rattel of uh, this generation, just a gentleman. I mean, Jean Rattel, if you're not a Ranger fan, was a very gentlemanly player, very respectful, uh, just a great quality human being outside of hockey. Same thing goes for Jerome McGinley, just a, a fine human being, great player, six skills, 
had the pleasure of seeing him play with, with the Flames. So guys like that, and again, uh, like I mentioned in last week's show, you're from Canada, it's like being with the Yankees. If you're, if you're a top-notch player, your cards will sell, uh, especially a well-respected guy. Um, so uh, I was talking about uh, MVP and the credentials and all that stuff. And so, uh, again, if you want to check out MVP, at this point, if, if you're not after the credentials, I, I would not even bother with it because, I mean, it just it ain't doing anything for me as opposed to the next set that we're going to talk about, which is the 2017 OPG release. Absolutely one of the most wonderful products for a collector out there. This is a, uh, a, collect, a set collector's dream. And if you want to give yourself the most ultimate challenge, the ultimate challenge in the world is try to collect the entire set of this as well as the retro set as well as the rainbow set. The master set, as they call it. The master set is the holy grail of OPG set collecting. Not many people have done it. Now, you know what? The parallel set may not I mean, the uh, rainbow set may not count in the master set. It may just be, I'll have to get back to you on that. It may just be the regular base, 600 cards, and the retro base, which isn't base, but the retro parallel, 600. Uh, I love the retro set because it usually harkens back to a, a previous OPG design from the 50s or the 60s. I love seeing new players on that kind of background. I think it's a wonderful idea. I think it's an inventive idea. Um, OPG has been the set collector's dream for years and years and will always probably be because most of the cards that you see released later this year will be more and more patch and thread and jersey and autograph oriented. Uh, whereas this set is strictly cards, just cards. Um, later on, uh, last year in Upper Deck Series 2, there were some OPG uh, autographs uh, and I think also some retros. Uh, it's kind of an almost a rookie update or an update that was inserted in Upper Deck Series 2 last year. You could get some extra cards from the OPG set that were left out on the first time around. I think that's what happened. You know, like I said, the memory is, you know, it fades. It fades. Uh, again, if you'd like to call in, the uh, number is uh, area code 818-514-1046. Join us on the Facebook page after the show, before the show, but not during because I'm not really checking in. Um, oh, we are rocking and rolling here, just uh, doing what we do best, uh, talking about hockey cards, just dipping our toes into the water of OPG, talking about uh, talking about the retro and the master set. 
we continue on. We press on. We succeed where others have failed. And uh, we uh, talk more about the uh, artifacts. Uh, now, one of the things that I, I like about – excuse me, artifacts, uh, OPG. One of the things I like about OPG are um, uh, you have OPG black. Uh, OPG color – it's a, it's a colored rainbow card that are limited to only 100. So um, uh, I, uh, I, I, uh, I really like those cards, um, the OPG Black. Uh, like I mentioned, there was Rainbow. There's also Rainbow Black. There used to be Retro Rainbow Black, but that is no longer. Um, uh, again, a nice little tweak. Uh, I've liked them in the past. I've always tried to get the rookie that I am after in the retro black, oh, or actually just black uh, variety, limited to 100 because of the rarity of it. And um, um, some of the rookies, the marquee rookies, which is an insert, is uh, basically all the rookies uh, that they have deemed uh, to be. And again, disappointed usually and i think this year opg released their product um a little bit earlier than usual and i just think that they were not uh ready for this year's um rookie prop uh rookie crop um so we got a lot of guys that are uh, I don't know uh, that I, that we're not. They're certainly not in the draft, and they've been left over from last year or years previous. Uh, some of the rookies that are in the, uh, this year's OPG are Clayton Keller, Alex Nylander, Tyson Jost of the Avalanche, Nikita Sherbeck, Josh Hosang of the Islanders, who's a hell of a player, and Ivan Barbashev. And of course, who who couldn't forget Evgeny Zvechnikov. There you go with the rookies. Not impressed. Last year, we got all the biggies. We got McDavid. We got Austin Matthews. We got all their big picks. But for some reason, they decided to uh, skip all this nonsense, skip all the stuff that we wanted, and we got more and more MVP leftover type of rookies or, you know, second-tier rookies. I want those draft picks. Come on. You guys had enough time to print that up. But uh, I think they may have changed the rules that they're not going to have cards of players until they've actually uh, appeared in the uniform, which is dumb because, uh, you know, some guys uh, may be drafted uh, from the Swedish Elite League and not be able to come over here yet. And well, we got to wait three years before we get a rookie card from the guy. So uh, rather than talk about the failings of uh, – of, uh, the rookie said, well, listen, you know, it's not always about rookies. There's a wonderful mini set. And when I say mini, it's actually mini. The cards are the miniature variety. It's a 77 card uh, mini set that is, reminds me of the old champ sets. Now, I was a big champ guy. I, 
I'm still trying to work on the master set for 2008-09 champs. Uh, I have, I think, the 2009-10. That was the last. There was one champ set after that, but it was so crappy. I think it was 2015-16. But I was not interested in that. Because I like the 2008-09 one because it has dinosaurs in it. Little mini cards of dinosaurs and animals, which I found awesome. And I think the 2009-10 champs had um, Canadian premieres. Right? Is that what they call them? Yeah, I think the, the, the premier of Canada. I don't know. What do they call them? Whatever, the president of Canada. Uh, and, and, and the president of the United States. that had all of them. Uh, so... I thought that was kind of cool because, you know, I'm a student of history. I like to learn. I like to, uh, you know, progress. I like to get information and I could read up on the little animals and all that. Well, anyway, they've done this with OPG. They have made cards that are little miniatures. Uh, They're on the Facebook page again. I don't want to have to plug that again, but the Facebook page uh, will help you. Again, you can go on the Internet and while I'm talking, if you're on your phone. And and, and by the way, I want to thank everybody who has um, has um, has to- uh, told me either through the Beckett site or uh, on Facebook how much they like the first show. Guys, it means a lot to me. You don't know how much it means to me. Um, it, it's really what makes me want to do more shows. Um, and uh, you guys, uh, you guys rock. And, uh, you know, Whenever you have to listen to this show, whether you're working, whether you're, uh, you know, uh, on the train, whatever you're doing, whatever it takes to get you to listen, I'm glad you're here and you're more than welcome. Um, uh, Big shout out to the Beckett people who've uh, not given given me one iota of problems in advertising the show, which I kind of thought maybe, but they've been extremely cool and they've actually even invited me to do a hockey segment, like a minute segment on their show, uh, Fat Packs, which I got to uh, check out. And I was kind of thinking I was going to listen to like some kind of a real tight, I don't know, like a tight show where it was very, uh, got completely the opposite. Guys seemed very fun. They were full of the self-deprecating humor, which as you know, I'm all about. Uh, So those guys, check them out. Um, they're on SoundCloud. Um, I don't think they have done the blog talk thing. And listen, really, uh, blog talk has a subscription and it's a whole thing. But uh, I like to interact with people. I like the phone calls. Uh, I don't know if they have uh, uh, that kind of thing. But check those guys out. Uh, it's called Fat Pack. So that's the Beckett official podcast. I'm sure they talk about baseball and everything, but um, they've asked me to do a hockey thing, so I'll, you know, we'll see how that works out. Uh, so getting back to cards, the mini cards are really nice. I, I don't know why I like mini cards. Don't ask me what the problem is. Uh, why do I have a, a fascination with these mini cards? Uh, I just think they're really nice, and they come in several different variations. Um, you've got the regular mini card, of course, it's a the base mini card. Um, then you have um, the black variation, which is not numbered. 
but it it still is uh, a black card, almost kind of like a rainbow. I guess it's it's similar to a rainbow card, if you know what I mean. Um, and then there's also a red one. Uh, you could get a red mini card. Um, there's a, yes, they call it a foil. I call them rainbow foiled and rainbow. To me, are the same thing. Uh, but listen, the um, there are short prints of certain guys. And there are short print black variations that are numbered to 27 on the back. On the Facebook page, I got one of P.K. Subban that I put up there for everybody. Um, I was lucky enough to pull a Steven Stamkos out of a box. I bought three boxes. Right now, if you want to buy, um, I'm trying to see what the price is here for uh, OPG. OPG or OPG. It's going for about $60 a box. So I bought three boxes, and I was able to pull a Stamkos out of there, I think which is booking for like 40 Think. I may be overestimating. Um, so, so you got that. It's really nice, really nice mini subset in there that uh, that's just really cool, and I, it's the first time I can recall them doing that. They have released series with a, a, a V-series card, which I think was an old type of card that was released um, somewhere in the past. I couldn't tell you. I don't know enough about the V-series card, which was a small card than regular the regular size card, but was not a mini. Uh, looks like they've discontinued the V-series in, in lieu of the minis. So the minis are... Uh, Minis are nice. And the good thing about OPG is you're not going to get a dud pack. You're not going to get a pack with nothing in it. Every card has a, every pack has at least one or two special cards in it. Whether it be a team checklist, whether it be a, a, a foil card, whether it be a rookie, you're not going to be disappointed. They really collate the card for the card collector and it's a it's a fun set and you know it's a set that if you buy a pack even if you buy a pack you know you're going to get something halfway decent you're going to get your money back uh, as far as in book value most likely although i was a little surprised that the mini cards uh prize at the the foil cards are not booking as high as the retro cards. The retro cards are booking higher than the foil cards. Now, I don't know if that's always been the case. Maybe I just noticed it this year. Once again, I'll, I'll, I'll see. Like, I'm looking here. Like, the, the chances. A rainbow foil, okay, is inserted one in four packs. Okay, so to get a rainbow... Again, four packs. These are the odds. The retro is one in one pack. Now, I certainly did not see a retro in every pack that I opened when I did. But that doesn't make sense to me that there are less of the retro, less of the foil out there, rainbow foil, but somehow it's worth more. Doesn't really jive with me. 
But who knows? Uh, as I previously mentioned, this checklist, each team has a checklist. Uh, you've got your marquee rookies. You've got some legends in there. Uh, a lot of times, and I, I should look at, look at it, sometimes there's legends in there that I have a, a big beef with. Like, why does Dave Schultz have a legends card? I mean, yeah, the guy was a big-time goon and fighter. But when I think of hockey legends, I don't think of Dave Schultz. I'm sorry, Flyer fans. Uh, you know, he had, a, he had a, I think, one or two 20-goal seasons. But other than that, the guy was a goon. He was a gong show. He was a sideshow. I mean, uh, now that might just be my Ranger bias, but I, I certainly don't think that uh, Dave Schultz deserves a Legends card. I'm going to actually look up the, uh, the uh, who the Legends are in this set in order to see if I can find a beef, if I can find something I don't like. But um, once again, the mini cards are the way to go. But just when you thought this set couldn't get any better. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, yes, it does. Playing cards. That's right. When I say playing cards, I mean like uh, Texas Hold'em playing cards. Yes, there are actual playing cards with players on them. When I say that, it sounds confusing. What I mean is they're actual a deck of cards with each player assigned a suit. And not a jersey, a suit. And um, they are uh, highly sought after because you must get all 52 or 50. I guess it's 50 regular cards, I guess. I don't know. It's 52 cards into two jokers, uh, depending on uh, – and two islanders. Ah, my, my bias shows through again. Uh, I've never actually met an Islander collector. Do they exist? Collect just Islanders? Uh, all right, I take it right there. It's getting a little parched. So, um, yeah, these cards, these playing cards are very collectible. Last year was the first year they introduced them. And I have every card except... The King of Hearts, Henrik Lundqvist. Yes, I know. The great Henrik Lundqvist. You figure the guy from my own team would show up. But I need that in order to complete the playing cards uh, um, set. So this year they came out with the same thing. They did the same deal. Uh, They came out with their own version, but they also came out with a foil version of the playing cards. The foil version is shinier, has a different back. I believe it has a black back uh, as opposed to the red back that the normal playing cards have. Um, They seem to be a little bit more collectible out there, people looking for them, um, than the regular cards. But uh, these deck of cards, I guess if you collect them, it could be quite the boon uh some of the cards the playing cards are short printed so there are ones that are tougher to get like last year's henrik lundquist which i saw on ebay but i was unwilling to pay the price for a card that's listed at 60 cents pay 80 dollars for so it didn't happen and uh now i'm trying to 
get that by other means through collecting, uh, rummaging through my local hockey card stores bin. Um, also, uh, you, and you have, like I mentioned, you have checklists, you have uh, season highlights also in this, not on the playing cards, but just other ones. I'm looking for them. Let's see if I can find the legends. Let's see if there's uh, any legends I can. Uh, league leaders. No, I don't think there are legends in this one. Uh, no, I don't see the legends. I'll have to look that up. That used to be in uh, releases past, but I don't know. I don't remember seeing any legends in this one, so uh, that may be a falsehood on my part. Um, so as the it seems that as the higher you go up in the numbers and the rankings of the suits and playing cards, like the aces, the queens, and the kings, those seem to be much more rare, especially the aces. The aces are the uh, pretty tough to get. They're inserted in one and uh, 200 cards, two through kings. This is the regular ones, inserted one and nine. Um, the parallels, two through kings, are, are one and 33. Uh, aces, like I said, one and 200. And the foil parallel aces are one in 1,568 cards. So that is a big hit if you get it. So you've got a, 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 just a really nice hit if you can hit that one. But uh, once again, uh, it looks like we have a phone caller on the line. I've noticed it fairly quickly, I believe. Let's go to the area code 519496. You're on the air with Eddie Geick and Rock'em Sock'em Hockey Cards. Hello. Hey, Eddie, are you down with OPT? <laughs> well, you know me. How are you? I'm doing fine, and you? Doing good. Talking hockey cards. Uh, was uh, was you know having a good time. Uh, you're getting a double shot tonight. You got me at uh, uh, you know at six o'clock, uh, and then starting at six, and then you've got uh, the Blue Shirt Underground, which will be following at what they got it at eight or eight thirty now, I think. Um, so you're gonna double. I, I, thought, I thought it was eight. Uh, 8 o'clock. Well, Jeff, uh, the great Jeff Diamond from Kitchener, Ontario, let me give you an air horn. All right. I love that clip. I don't know why. So uh, what do you think of the broadcast so far? What do you, anything interesting you want to talk about? Well, I think you got a good premise here, Eddie. I mean, there should be a lot more people in the chat room, but with it being at like 6 o'clock, that separate hour, you know, you can't tear people away from their food. Yeah, I don't – yeah, I know. I definitely agree with you. And uh, it really – in today's day and age, I love the live people. I love the people in the chat room and everything like that. But people got – like you said, they're busy doing things, and – um They'll listen to it on podcast, and, you know, they just won't get the enjoyment that me and you have of enjoying this madness live. So uh, exactly. do, any the, do any of the cards uh, that I mentioned have tweak your interest uh, that say, well, oh, that'd be kind of fun if you had the wherewithal to get the cards? If I had the 
whatever you call it, and I had the money, yeah, I would try to get some cards when I can. Well, which ones did you like that I talked about? Did you like the playing cards, or did you have interested in trying to like complete a whole deck of uh, hockey cards with guys' names on it? And, or uh, would you be interested in those little mini cards that I was talking about, those, or those MVP uh, NHL credential cards, any of those? Uh, let's say you had yeah, – uh, had... oh, go ahead. I, I would – I would most likely say the MVP cards. Okay. But that's per- that's personal preference. So. Yeah. Well, well, well everybody has personal preference. I. Uh, uh, you yeah. Know, listen, that's what makes the world go around, and everybody's got different tastes. I mean, some people, uh, you know, it depends. You like card design, or whether you you've collected that uh, cards. Now, have you collected cards in the past? I know you have cards. Oh, yeah, I have been an avid card collector for many years, boss. Uh, and um, what what kind of cards have you collected? Uh, mostly Upper Deck or well, what um, kind of cards? Well, it's, it, well, it's mostly like different, um, like different companies because in – because when I started really getting into the cards thing, it was about the late 90s and – in the small town where my grandma was, I used to visit her over the summer, and basically that Friday store they had like a lot of these, a lot of these cards from 1991. I think well, they were um, like there were Pro Set, there were Score, and there was Bowman cards. From oh, yeah. So that, so that's basically what's the, what was the base of my collection and all that. And then basically as the years gone by, um, different card companies had different set, packs of cards at the little. Friday store, and then basically, like when I when I moved to Kitchener in '04, like I tried to find like a good store to like get like even like retro carts and all that, and I found a few places, and I've been pretty much like adding on to my collection ever since. So. Okay, and do you have like a uh, do you have a, a binder where you keep these cards, or is it, uh, or do you keep them in plastic? How do you do it? Um, basically if, if I know the cards that I get are really worth something or like massive rookie cards and all that, I'll put them in plastic. I'll keep them away from the other cards. Like I keep just the normal, the normal cards, like in a shoebox. And what I, what I did in the past year is that like, I have a lot of cards and all, and I decided that I should put them by alphabetical like by their last name, like alphabetically, like the T's and the S's and all that, and put them in a Ziploc bag and all that, so that if I have to pick up um, a new set of cards and all that, because in May I actually ended up going to a garage sale and dropping 10 bucks for a 92 Upper Deck series, and basically I, for like a day and a half I had to make sure that I didn't get any doubles and all that, so that's just to sort them out to make sure that I don't have two of the same player. Yeah, you you had mentioned that I think in the chat room uh, last week, and you know that's a that's a fun part of card collecting is actual sorting of the cards. Um, my wife does all my sorting because she actually loves it. It relaxes her. She feels like once it's completed, she feels uh, you know like she's done something good. It's all in order. She knows where all they are, and again, she'll pick out the doubles. And uh, she's more a- more apt to uh, collect a set than I am. 
but she she's put some sets together, including an OPG set, not a master set, but just the straight 500, six, 500 base cards or 600 base cards. So that's good that you have like a, a kind of a method to your madness. You got your cards where they, you know, they are in an alphabetical order. That sounds good too. I mean, you know, everybody has their own thing. Yeah. Um, well, well, I'm well, I'm starting like a project that, um, like, on my on my little video camera that I'm just I'm doing like a series and then I'm just like taking like I'm just telling everyone. Who, what players I have with hockey cards, but I'm going to do it like by like alphabet, like by random letters of the alphabet. And in front of me, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna videotape the, I'm gonna do T's next. Well, that will be in between your show and Blue Underground. That I'll tape it. I I see that I have like eight different um, card companies and all that that I collect. I don't like go for one simply. I just go for whatever's there, whatever I can get. Right. I mean, because, I mean, and I said this on the first show, I mean, most card collectors are not guys with a lot of money. So, and, and we're notoriously cheap. At least I am. I like a bargain. I like going to, like, places where, like, I'll go to Kmart and I'll see a pack of cards from, like, 1994, 95, and they're on sale for, like, 69 cents. I buy it. I'm like, 69 cents? I'll take a shot. I don't even know who the rookies were that year. But, uh, you know, I like to spend my, mon- my money uh, frugally. I don't like to just throw it away on something. And so I look for bargains. We're always looking for bargains. I can tell you that much, the hockey card collector. Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, certainly you, uh, you did well. You got yourself a set. You got to organize it for $10. That isn't bad. That's not bad at all. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Jeff. All right, Jeff. Thanks for calling. I got another phone caller on. Uh, oh, I appreciate that's probably crop. Uh, maybe it's it may crop. be. Yes, oh. we'll see yeah. if it is indeed crop. But uh, thanks for calling, yeah. Jeff. Sure, Thank no you. problem. Okay. You too. Okay, there you go. Jeff Diamond calling in from Kitchener, Ontario. Let's check out. Is this indeed crop? As Jeff has. Deemed them. Let's see. You're on the air with Eddie on Bouchard. Oh, Bouchard. I got on her on Rock and Sock of Hockey Cards. How are you? Good, Eddie. What's going on, Cutter? What's going on, buddy? Yeah, Uh, Cutter is uh, now uh, in the chat room, holding down the fort in the chat room. Um, Let me welcome you to the show, Chris. that's my new thing, my new my new audio toy that I've been playing with today. Um, did you have you heard had a chance to hear what we were talking about about MVP and uh, and OPG this year or uh, you just yeah no no, no. I've, I've been listening just been driving so I haven't been able to be in the chat room so um, oh. I uh, heard what you talked about with MVP and OPG. Um, I will say MVP I am not turned on to at all. I, uh, okay. like I said last week, I, I enjoy getting cards signed and I've noticed that, and I, I haven't, I haven't bought MVP in a while because of this reason that I'm going to mention, but, uh, it seems like there's like an extra layer of gloss on top, like, hmm. uh, Interesting. Like, like a glossy paper. And I think that's because that's how it, like, um, how the facsimile autograph stays and it gets in. Ah, 
Um, you know, and what I've noticed is those cards do not hold, hold autographs at all. Really? Um, they smear very. Yeah, no. I'll uh, I'll take some pictures tonight. I uh, we just recently moved down by uh, down by Jim actually. So um, once You're I can get stuff out of boxes and stuff. Well, you move right to where all the hurricanes are going. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Keep those cars in so, good condition. They are, you, are they in? Are they in your go bag if you gotta go? <laughs> so they actually funny story. So I mean, I work in law enforcement. So before the hurricane, we were told that we were allowed to evacuate, and they were like, "Hey, if you got to bring anything to the office, you know, just bring it here and keep it safe." Because my desk is on the second floor. So I was like, "All right, cool." So my wife was like, well, why don't you bring, like, our marriage certificate and, you know, all of our documents and stuff there? I was like, uh, no, I only have a very small cube, and in that cube is going plastic tubs of autographed mini helmets, autographed jerseys, and cards. Well, you may so have – right now – I said last no, week you talked about the 2007-08 mini jersey collection – and I got a feeling that you may uh, hear if you at the next viewing party, if you attend, you may get some lip from uh, Mrs. Uh, Jonet, Kate Jonet, because Chris Jonet now seems very interested in obtaining these <laughs> these jerseys well, now, and she'll be like, "Oh, not so, another hobby." Well, so I was gonna, I was actually going to mention tonight. So I actually just found a guy down here today. I was I was working a case. And I was like, you know what, I got some time on my lunch to go run around. So I actually found a guy at a sports store down here who said that he has about 30 mini jerseys. And he was looking. He, wow. had, he hadn't brought them out to the store yet, but he wanted to sell them for like five bucks a piece. So I looked at him kind of like, this guy knows what? nothing about hockey. Right. He knows nothing about hockey, so I was like, "Well, let's let's see if we can make a deal." So I told him, "Bring him, bring him uh, later this week to the store, and I'll, I'll meet him later this week to check them out." So if any if people are interested, I'll do I'll do a group deal with everyone if we all want to chip in and then equally, you know, split them. Uh, I, I think am that certainly might be the... go to the Facebook page. Uh, I mean, I'm certainly in. Now, uh, okay. does, does he ha- does he have them? Like, are they are they packs, or he just has them? Like, he has the actual no, jerseys he just, in the plastic. No, he all the, all the jerseys from what it seems like are all out of the out of the pa- plastic. Um, okay. And he does there, so he's got. So I'm sure that I'll be able to like look at them and actually see what players they are, rather than just seeing the team. But. Right. I don't know what I'll do. I'll, I'll suggest maybe what we'll do is like a like a draft order or something. You know, we all chip in equally, and then we just yeah. we do like a random generator, and then draft. You just pick your jersey that you want. You know. Um, yeah, we could do something so yeah, like that. I'll, yeah, for sure. Anyways, so um, yeah, back to the MVP. That's my biggest complaint with those is that they just don't hold autographs. Uh, autographs well the the pens the like autog- like markers and stuff they kind of like bubble uh they fade over time on those cards um so i've and i mean i had some really nice uh nice sets from that i don't know if you remember probably about i don't know it seems probably like eight or nine years ago now mvp had a little set 
it was like uh, Mr. Hockey's Legends or something like that. Oh, yeah, and I do remember was, that. Yeah, so I had a couple of, I think I had like a Brendan Shanahan when he was on, uh, it was in a Red Wings jersey, but uh, when he was with the Rangers, I got that card signed and the autograph is completely gone now. And that was put away ah. in uh, plastic and stuff. And uh, so that, that's my biggest complaint with MVP. I've never, uh, I know my dad has some old uh, OPG um, cards, but I, I haven't bought in the, like bought a pack of those ever myself. But I know you were going to talk what? about the. Uh, no, I was going to say you can continue. No, and I know you were going to talk about the artifacts uh, series, you know, in a second. I'm interested. I've never bought one of those, but I'm trying to figure out, because it looks like, I think, like, the Target by me is going to carry that for, like, maybe, like, $20 for a little, like, blaster box. I'm not sure if that's... Right. Well, let me tell you something. Do not buy it. Do not buy the blaster box of artifacts. There's I mean, it... There's all, all base. There is no chance of getting a jersey card. There is absolutely no chance of getting a redemption card. There's you might get like an emerald of some like player that's irrelevant. Uh, I I may have I think I've bought in blasters at least one to check out this theory uh, since 2010, and I have never gotten anything worthwhile from a blaster. Uh, so unless you can buy a hobby box of it. I would stay away from the blasters for artifacts only. Uh, yeah, right now they're going for 19.95. Uh, the blasters don't know about the blasters you can get from dealers, but the retail of retail blasters are a no go. Um, so if you can save up your money, you can buy an artifacts box, eighty-eight dollars. It's a lot of money to spend on cards. You know, I can't help but go check out, and I see that blaster box sitting there. It's like a, a junkie who needs his drugs. I need to get that blaster. But artifacts have been burned by so many times, I recommend you don't buy it. But go ahead. Hey, listen, give it a shot. Maybe you got different luck than I have. Now, what are the – what are the, how many – what is it, like in the hobby box? How, what is there, 20 packs? Well, let me see. In the uh, boo, uh let's see how many packs we got. Uh, whoa, they really low. They lowered this. There's only eight packs in the uh, in the artifacts. That that's that's crazy. That is a lot less than years before. There used to be at least twenty packs. Uh, yeah, there's only eight packs per box. Uh, um, four cards per pack. Uh, it's got a lot of jerseys, and you're guaranteed at least one rookie redemption in each card, in each box. Uh, an autograph card. So it's become kind of a premium, uh, a product. So, okay. uh, I don't know. I'm a little bit disappointed. I've never been a big artifacts collector anyway, but uh, I I can't imagine what you would get in a blaster for $20. If, if you're only getting, you can pay $80 and you're going to get four packs. With how many? Let me see how many is in a blaster. 
If you're only getting four parts in a blast I mean, uh, in a regular box, what the hell are you getting in a blaster? There's seven packs in a blaster. Doesn't make any sense. Well, it's probably because uh, you get the you, you get a better chance in the in the hobby box, so they only give you they give you less cards. Yeah, it looks like it's seven packs plus one bonus pack. Uh, so okay, uh, so I, I I haven't really looked at the. Maybe maybe something's changed now. I mean, uh, it seems like they've gone to a more premium thing, but twenty dollars, I'd give it a shot. Hey, what could you lose? It's twenty bucks. I mean, you go to McDonald's right. now for two people, plus you twenty dollars. I don't know. I'll take a chance on hockey cards. <laughs> yeah, but, no, for um, sure. I mean, I'll, I, I've never, um, I've never uh, bought artifacts, so I've, I've never, you know, had any experience with it, but. Uh, yeah, we'll give it a go. I'm looking here on eBay right now. It looks like I'm, I actually may take my chance at the Opeachy. It looks like they got a uh, 1718 Opeachy blaster for 19 bucks. So that's uh, that. I'll, I'll play with that yeah. one instead. There, there. Those blasters are available uh, at Target, at Walmart okay. right now. I know they're out because I've already bought. I bought like two. So. Artifacts may take a little while to get in, but yeah, for twenty bucks, I think you. Won't, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Plus, you know that card stock, the signatures will hold. Like you said, that's okay. your thing. Right. I mean, I'm not sure. Listen, I, I'm not an expert like you are. You certainly are the expert on signing cards. Uh, I I have several cards signed, but mostly, you know, like Rangers. You know, that's mostly yeah. what I've got. I think I have a Jeff Bookaboom. I think I have a Ken Danico one. Which is kind of weird. All right, Chris, I've got a mambo. I got to move on. I uh, I got to do the next Sounds show. Sounds good, Eddie. So, uh, I'll keep. Thanks so much buddy. for. Cl- okay, thanks so much for calling in. See ya. Okay, there you go. The great Chris joining us. Street from law enforcement. He should just go in and seize those cards in the name of the law, right? That's what I say. Well, we got into it. We rocked and rolled. We did. Uh, we succeeded where we others have failed. With through episode two, we talked about MVP. We talked about OPG. We touched on artifacts. Uh, you know, we're getting it done. We're filling the void, and um, and doing the podcast that people are clamoring for out there. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who joined us live. I thank you all that have taken the time to download and listen to the show. Once again, it has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, until next week, until next Saturday, I'll be jetting off to Vegas tomorrow. And uh, maybe I could look up at the, the local pawn shops in Vegas. Maybe some people have pawned their hockey cards in order to gamble more. I doubt that. Uh, but uh, uh, but Vegas does have a new hockey team. It'll be interesting to see if there are any people in Vegas who are going to be collecting. Uh, I'm going out there for the Rangers debut in Vegas in January. So I'll I'll have to gauge the temperature of the Vegas night fan, the Vegas golden night fan. Okay. Until next week, Teddy Geick signing off. Take care, everybody. (laughs) 